couple seconds of silence. And then we... Three, two. Freddie Benson. <laughs> Howdy, friends. Thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of Mac Daddy on the Mic. I want to apologize for not having a True Crime Thursday episode out, as promised, but I got very frustrated with the Elisa Lamb case, and I, I don't even think I'm going to end up doing that case because it pisses me off, frankly. And uh, there were some scheduling conflicts. I've been working about six-ish days a week, sometimes seven, sometimes only five, but mostly six, for about eight to ten hours a day, sometimes twelve, so... I could warn the fuck out, but I'm about to get my weekends back. I'm about to have some more time for myself and more time for the podcast. So I promise you the content is coming and the content will get better because I know that first episode was kind of trash, but I'd like to go ahead and introduce my co-star for today's episode. Meet Miss Kristen. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Today we will be making candles and um, some 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 things. Some spooky things. Some things to discuss. You know, my family actually, um, they told me that I needed to make the podcast funnier because I'm funny and, like, focus less on the spooky. Except, um, you know what, Mom? You drove me all the way to Disney World from Texas. And the entire car ride there, I listened to Forensic Files. So, you you messed me up (laughs) way back in, like, 2008. So, this on you, Mama. Oof. But... We'll be discussing skinwalkers today. And suicide. <laughs> oh, period. I'm kind of scared just because a lot of people, like, I've read stories on Twitter and everyone's like, don't, don't say it because it's going to happen to you. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, as weird as it sounds, I'm excited for it to happen to me. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, but that's just like, you know, that's kind of a part of being mentally ill and period. we both are, so... Mm. But, yeah, no, and I don't plan on going to, like, Nevada or anything anytime soon, so, I don't, do we have, do we have skinwalkers in Fort Worth area? I don't think so. I'm hoping not. I, part of me, part of me says I hope not, and part of me says fuck yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. A lot of these stories they're talking about, and then, um, they're talking about, like, being in the South, and someone's like, you know what, we have a lot of, um crackhead so it's hard to tell if it's a skinwalker or like a tweaker this is true there was a man that came into my job to or not today but yesterday and i'm i'm a manager and this new girl we hired just to work like the season only been here for a little while and i just got this man and he was just like talking to her about how his family was stranded on the side of the road and she needed somebody with a cash app account to send them money Mm-hmm. And then he would pay you, but it was it was so weird, and I just like I couldn't even deal with it. Really, I just I made my boss go do it, and I was she. He actually told her that uh, she has an evil spirit. But yeah, moral of the story is there's there's lots of crackheads. <laughs> what? <laughs> you have an evil spirit. Yeah, he was like, you can't even help me. You have an evil spirit. And we were like, sir, take your bottle of dish soap and yeah, I was please, like, the guy with leave. the dish There are children here. <laughs> Oh my god. Hmm. I don't... Ugh. Yeah. Now I've mm. got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> yeah. I would rather it be a skinwalker than a crackhead, though. Word. Because, like, <laughs> okay. skinwalkers, like... Yeah, like, they're supernatural and everything, but, like, 
Crackheads have superpowers that I feel like go beyond Skinwalker. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> They're the Crackhead Olympics, you yeah, know? <laughs> for real. Like, New York City, 24-7. Mm. I've been there. <laughs> I've seen it happen. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, so there's one story. Um, it says, Big Bear, California, possible Skinwalker story. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, it says, hi all. Take this experience as you will. Um, I was taking engagement photos with my fiance out in Big Bear, California. <clears throat> we were staying out in a cheap place near the forest called Goldmine. Um, it's right <laughs> in quotation for broke young couples. Period. <laughs> Period. You and I. <laughs> We were staying um, the weekend. We had some friends come along with us in a cottage. So the first day was fun. It was exciting. Lots of quality time with my fiance. Um, says, I listen to a lot of cre- creepy pasta as I sleep. How comforting. We know somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm familiar with Skinwalker stories. Throughout the day, I would joke to my fiance about skinwalkers and stuff. She had a lot of experiences with supernatural stuff. Maybe I was a little mean with my jokes. LOL. Mm. Do I believe in skinwalkers? Possibly to an extent. Um, I think there are some things on this earth you shouldn't... Am I allowed to cuss? Yes, you're allowed <laughs> you to cuss. just shouldn't fuck with. Um, it's still a part of my personality to joke about things, though. Um, and the incident that happened on the second night of our trip, around 2 a.m. I woke up, which is typically normal for me. But I heard this weird howling noise. <clears throat> it sounded like no other animal I've ever heard before. At first, I thought I was dreaming, but I heard the howling again. My fiance also woke up. She called out my name quietly. She said, what's that? <laughs> I'm scared. And then the dogs in our lodge all started going crazy and barking. I told my fiance not to pay any attention to it. We hugged each other and the howling continued. Um, a few minutes went by or so. It stopped along with the dogs barking. We didn't sleep at all the next morning. Strangely enough, my fiance was saying she heard her mother's voice calling her that night. I'm that glad I told so her. I know she ooh. I'm glad <laughs> I told her not to pay any attention to it. It does not sound good. Um, could be Skinwalker attention. Don't let it in. That I know from Skinwalker stories. They like to, like mimic. Like mimic. Yes. Yeah. No. Most of my Skinwalker knowledge comes from I believe it's probably just one episode of Mr. Ballin's YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love him. You should go check him out if you like the spooky. But yeah, that that's about the extent of my Skinwalker knowledge, but that's what it all is. Like, dog barking that sounds kind of off, or voice mimicking, like, that sounds like your mother, but just a little off. And then, you know, Skinwalker, so, like, they, they look like these people. Yeah. But, ugh. But you know what's crazy? Okay, so Jenna Marbles used to have a podcast, and they did um, an episode on Skinwalkers, and one of them, I think, the girl was, like... I don't remember if she was like paralyzed or like I don't know something along those lines she needed a service dog and um she remembers like falling asleep waking up it's super dark she's calling her dog's barking outside and she was like that's weird because he's my service dog you know I let him out I see him go out I bring him back in he sleeps with me so she was like okay that's weird <clears throat> 
she goes outside and there's like a ramp for her you know to go down yes she sees her dog and it's barking but she's like it sounds like a bark but it's not really a bark it sounds weird like it just doesn't sound like a dog she gets closer and the dog's hind legs are like way up in the air way up in the tall like it just does not look like a dog and she stops and she's like okay um like a person on hands and feet yes she's like what the fuck like this is not my dog her dog's behind her growling the dog's hair is like sticking up she's like oh fuck no let me get inside my house she locks the door you know it's her and her dog she's freaked out doesn't sleep her husband comes home tells him the story and he's casually just like oh yeah skinwalker what the fuck? I, like, uh, no, baby, we gotta bless this house. How are you just gonna casually skinwalker? You know, the mm-hmm. huge. Not it's for just me. A Tuesday. <laughs> like, it's a regular night. Yeah, like, did you not hear it like last week? Like, ooh. No, there's what's crazy is there's I've heard so many stories and I'm on Reddit and there's actually not that many stories, which I think is weird. By the way, we decided like 15 minutes ago to talk about skinwalkers, so we have no skinwalker research. Yeah. We were just like, Let, let's discuss this. It's spooky, ooky, kooky. It is. And we closed my shutters, we lit some candles, and we were like, let's set the vibe. The. I hate that you just heard my AC turn off. Oh my god. It's fine. The background music will cover it. Um, I'm trying to find... another story but like oh my god someone said for discussion has anyone ever heard about that story about a skinwalker encounter where the the narrator's grandfather goes out into the woods and sees a face with his face and skin the skinwalker stabs him to make him yell out in pain but he holds back his scream and the skinwalker thinks he isn't alive so he just leaves and he survives I remember listening to this story on YouTube. I'm not sure which YouTube channel. Perhaps maybe Creepy McPasta. <laughs> I'm not too sure. It possibly, or maybe it doesn't exist, but I know I remember hearing some type of story along those lines. I just... Ugh. The supernatural stories... Like, I will sit and like listen to true crime all day long and not be bothered. Yeah. Because, like, I'm I'm just fascinated by the psychology of crazy people. Yeah. But then when you get into, like, the supernatural-related things, that's what gives me the heebie-jeebies. Right. Because I'm like... Because oh, you know there's crazy cuckoo bananas people out there. Yeah. But it's like, you never really know. Spooky. And, like, I'm, I'm much more scared of, like, demons than I am of people. Word. Which... Like, on some level, you're like, yeah, demons aren't real. But on another level, I'm like, yes, they are. They're real. I believe it. I believe it. No, I definitely believe it, especially in your grandma's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's always the movies with, like, you know, the demons. It's always in a house where they're, like, Catholic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, girl, no. What's with them Catholics and their demons? I don't know, man. It just it'd be like that sometimes, I guess. Well, do you remember when that um, movie came out a couple years ago uh, on Netflix? I think it was Veronica. Yeah. Yeah. No, that movie. Okay, but that okay. everybody like talked about how terrifying it was and how spooky, ooky, kooky it would be, and I didn't think it was that terrifying, but 
it's always the Catholics. It is. I, okay, that movie wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. However, the nun in that movie, the blind one, she scared me the fucking most. Like, she'd be in the corners, creeping, waiting for you. (laughs) Actually, I'm, I'm gonna take back what I said about how people aren't scary. Because, um, you wanna know what movie deeply disturbed me? What? Megan is missing. Oh my god. Okay, that movie wasn't even. The movie was horrible. It was. The acting was so bad, but then you get to like the last half hour. Oh my god. And it's. I used to like. Move. After I watched that, I would literally be so afraid to go to sleep. I had to sleep with the bathroom light on. Yes, and you watched it twice because you watched it with Tiff and then. And then we watched and then I it showed because you. you were like, you need to see it. And I was like, I kind of want to see it. I've seen it all over TikTok. And I I was disturbed. And I'm the kind of person that likes to like look at the crime scene photos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this movie disturbed me. Yeah. So if you have a weak stomach, don't watch it. Yeah. It. And like when they weren't, if you do decide to watch it and you're not sure like if you want to be scarred or anything, when they give you the warning about the pictures, close your eyes. And um, when when the barrel comes out, don't pay attention. Yeah. I think what disturbs me the most is, like, yeah, it's poorly filmed and, like, you know, there's... It's poor acting, but, like, this is things that could happen in real life and which is It's things that terrifying. do happen in real life. Yes. And, like... Yeah, no, I do take that back because people are fucking terrifying. Yeah. And, like, you never really know what somebody's intentions are. Yeah. And there's just, there's a lot of sick fucking people out there. It, honestly. And when you think, because in the movie, she met that boy, Josh, mm-hmm. online. And it's like, we have Tinder, Bumble, Grinder. Like, then, he's like, yeah, hey, like, let's hook up. Next thing you know, you're in a fucking barrel. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it really bothers me being a gay guy in the DFW area because you don't meet people organically here. Mm-hmm. You you meet people through Tinder and Grinder. If you're going to date somebody, it's going to be Tinder, not Grinder. Yeah. But. Like, you, you go to these strangers from the internet's houses, and, like, you, you never know when somebody's going to be honest. Right. And you never, like, every single time I go to somebody's house for a hookup, I'm like, all right, besties, this might be my last one. Honestly. <laughs> my last hurrah. If you don't hear from me in this many hours, call the police. Mm, yeah. There's so many um, tender horror stories. There really are. It's ridiculous. Like... Uh, like like you said, people are crazy. People are fucking terrifying. And, like, there's crazy, like, like crackhead crazy. And mm. then there's crazy, like, you're completely well thought out. Yeah. You know what you're doing. That's, yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? There's, uh, I wish I could even, like, remember the user who posted this. It was on Twitter. It was... I want to say, like, 2017, 2018. Um, I don't even remember the, like, location that this happened. Or even if it's, like, true or, like... You know, I just remember this person posting it. And um, this girl went on, like, a breakfast, like, coffee date with this guy. And um, she got sick on the date and was like, hey, I don't feel good. I know this woman. (laughs) And, um... So she's like, actually, like, why don't you come back to my place? You know, um, we can have coffee there. Like, it'll be more, I guess, personal, whatever. They go to her apartment. She gets worse. 
So she's like, I'm actually like, I feel really bad, but like, I do not feel good. So he leaves. She takes a nap. She wakes up. She's hearing like furniture being moved, all this crazy shit going downstairs. She calls the police, locks the door. The police come and this tender date is in her apartment moving her furniture he put like plastic down Mm -hmm. for blood he has his knives out and they're like he was planning on murdering you in your own apartment which i like that's insane that's so crazy like people that just like want to do harm like that like i don't even know how you get to that point i know like what in your like in your brain you wake up you're like oh i want to murder no and i've recently like part of the reason that I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to talk true crime because mm-hmm. I've recently taken a deep dive into psychology and specifically criminal psychology and nature over nurture. And in my personal opinion, a lot of it is nurture mm-hmm. and it's either abuse. That's a big one, mm-hmm. but much bigger is like neglect. Neglect of a child causes so many problems Yeah, and makes for fucked up adults. Yeah. Like, really fucked up adults. And then there's crazy, like, I'm going to kill you crazy, and there's crazy, like, what the fuck crazy that's still just as terrifying, but you walk out of it alive. Yeah. Like, do you remember the story about the people that went on a date and he cooked for her? And then she's like, my stomach hurts, and she ends up shitting her pants, and he's like, go take a shower, I'll wash your clothes. And (gasps) she steps out, and then he's just, like, he covered himself in her shit like all over and like he like put laxatives in her food or something so she would shit her pants and he just he smeared it all over his face and his body and for what like what was the reason i don't know that's just oh my god people are people are fucking crazy but i mean i guess on some level everybody's got their own percentage of crazy like there's nobody that's just like normal word Cause I mean I know I'm fucking crazy. I'm I do whack shit, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not whacking bitches, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just ugh. I know that no that 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 I don't understand that. Like what 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 was the reason? Maybe it was a kinky thing for him. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there are websites where you can find people um uh, but like don't do it on like a tender date don't don't do that Mm-mm. how would you even like if you were on tinder and that was your kink would you put that in your bio like btw i'm into like poop lay <laughs> yeah no Mm-mm. it's a no for me yeah no because i can confidently say that as a gay guy when shit gets involved it's like it's an ender for mm. the sex mm-hmm. like it's just like the mood is killed it's over yeah i can and that's like the mm-mm. yeah no Ooh, that's that's <laughs> just <laughs> but people man people are all fucking crazy in their own way like yeah and there are some things that are crazier than others because like speaking of crazy what is that movie we watched? Um, we need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about Kevin. What? Okay. That like speaking of crazy, him. If you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. 
it's a good watch. It is. Um, it's it's a mind fucking movie and. Who plays him? Because he he was in um, um, the Perks of Being a Wallflower. He is. He's the cute guy. Um, I feel like he played the Flash too in something. I need to look it up. I, I want to say his know. name is Ezra something. Hmm. But I may be wrong about that. And they also have the other guy that I associate to like comedy movies, and he was playing his dad. And this is not a comedy movie. This is like a. It's not necessarily a horror movie, but it's like a suspense drama type movie. I guess you could say it's a horror movie. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller, yes. And um. And he plays crazy very well. He does. He does. He can be, just, and I love actors and actresses that are like that. John C. What's his name? John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I just remember watching that movie, and I'm like, I associate this man to comedy. Yeah, which he honestly he did such a good job because no, I think everyone, is, the whole cast yeah. in that movie was really well. He did like, really good. And I don't want to spoil the movie for you or anything, but basically it's all like this kid was born messed up, mm-hmm. and it just like it accelerates and gets worse. But like from the time he's a child, he masks it from his father, but not his mother. Mm-hmm. And makes I his mean, mom look crazy. To be fair, his mom in this movie was like, I fucking hate you. And he was like four. Yeah, like, no. And this again, like, it could be a touch of nature, but mm-hmm. I'm saying that was also partially nurture. Yeah. Partially. Because in that movie, it definitely, a lot of that's nature. A mm-hmm. lot of it is. I think it's a good watch if you're into psychology because a lot of it you know the dad's trying to put the blame on the mom yeah and in the movie they're trying to make it seem like the mom's like mentally unstable or like she doesn't know how to take care of her kids type situation but then everything kind of the way the events unfold it was really confusing but it's such a good movie um oh god what was the series that just finished up just wrapped up on hulu where the timeline jumps a bunch Oh, um, Cruel Summer? Cruel Summer, oh, yes. Okay. It watches kind of like Cruel Summer where the timeline changes a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, you kind of have to pay attention to like the coloring and stuff like in Cruel Summer because like the subtle changes, but it doesn't tell you like when it is. Mm-hmm. It just, it changes. Yeah. So you pay attention to the hair and you pay attention to like the coloring that they use, like whatever filter or lighting or whatever it is. But the use of the color red in this movie was mwah, chef's <laughs> kiss. Like, it was constant repetition mm-hmm. with the color red, and it really it tied it all in together very well. I gotta say, though, I was not expecting the way that it ended. It's not what I thought was coming. Yeah. It's not what I thought was coming at all. But, yeah, watch that movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. It was a we, good, like, summer watch. We watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of our favorite pastimes. Um, we're those those depressed bitches. Oh, yeah. It's like a comfort thing. Like a de-stress. Yeah. I, speaking of, I really want to watch Charlie St. Cloud again, because we tried to watch it oh a God. little while ago, and we both fell asleep. And then she woke me up, and I was like... Well, where, where's Charlie? And she's like, Charlie did when the sun was up. And it was like 10 o'clock at this point. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no, I remember we took a nap. It was at the part where um, he meets the girl. 
yeah. at like a bar or something. I don't even remember. I remember falling asleep and then the end, he like goes to save her because her boat crashes. There's like a, a big storm. I apologize if we just spoiled Charlie St. Cloud for you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that movie's so old. It like, is old. It is old. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. Even if you know what's going to happen, you, mm-hmm. we didn't spoil like the actual plot of the movie. So you're good. I mean, and it has Zac Efron. It does. It has Zac Efron in it. He's... And he's, he's a delicious man. He is. But he... I don't know. Something about him I just truly love. There's something... I like a lot more about a younger Zac Efron than I do about a present Same. day Zac Efron. Oh my gosh. He was so cute. And when you go back and look at like the high school musical movies. And like Seventeen Again. He's so precious. I loved Seventeen Again. I watched that movie so many times. It's so good. Yeah. It's very sad to see that like that's what they thought he would age like. Uh, no offense to whoever that was that played him. I think <laughs> it I was. But I was like he would be a much sexier dad man. Was that. it? He was on Friends, who played Chandler. I think he was in that movie. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no I he... think at that time in his life, he was actually, like, going through it with drugs and stuff. Yeah, no, he was looking a little rough. But, I mean, hey, he came back. He did. He came back came from back. it. And, you know, Zac Efron looks like, he, I, he's, like, bulk. Yeah. Strong. Yeah, he no. lifts and he, he, I don't know, he, he looks got like a his bodybuilder. muscles from Costco. Like, period. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I wish I got mine from McDonald's from the Chick fil A drive thru. Me too, baby. This this Taco Bell right here. Oh, and, yeah. And this part, that's Chipotle. Mm. This roll right here, that one. <laughs> period. Chipotle for sure. We went on like a. There was like a, a whole year where all we ate was Chipotle. Yeah. And surprisingly, I, I was like the skinniest I've been in like three years from um, just us eating Chipotle. Surprisingly, baby, would you? We were probably taking more shits in that year I <laughs> than can't. we did in our entire life. I know. It's. Mm, I think I'm like Chipotle'd out though. I think I am too. I think I finally got to a point where I'm like, I love you, Chipotle, but I need a break. Mm, like a little, a little breakup. Yeah. But I, I still do love you, Chipotle. I, mm, chef's kiss. Delicious. I haven't had Chipotle in a very, very long time. I went with my boyfriend maybe like two weeks ago. And because I haven't gone in so long, that was my first time eating it. It was so good. I, like, almost forgot the juicy, flavorful. I did that, too, and I went and I picked it up on my way home from work, and I got home, and I was like, this this smacks right here. And then I proceeded to eat Chipotle for four days in a row, mm. and I was like, yeah, let's let's eat something else now. Like, you understand why yeah. you quit. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of sour cream in my diet for those four days. Mmm. And I am lactose intolerant. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the IBS for me. <laughs> I'm dead. But you know what I don't get tired of? And I never ever will get tired of? Jiffy Pop. <laughs> oh my god. Jiffy Pop is like the snack that I can it just always... It is. And it's you know... better than microwave popcorn. 
What put us on is the fact that my first apartment didn't have a microwave. It didn't. I remember you helped me unpack and I was standing in the kitchen. I was like, something's missing. I can't put my finger on it. I turn around. There's not a microwave. There's no microwave in the kitchen and there's like no room. It was a studio apartment with a teeny tiny kitchen. There's like no counter space to put a microwave on. There's like this select little bit of counter space and you ended up getting a microwave yeah. A little while in, but it took up your entire counter. Yeah. So then, like, the only bit of counter that there was in your apartment was that little space between the bar and the sink. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's because, you know, pop- I still eat popcorn very religiously, my favorite snack. I was like, we have to have it. Like, I just moved in. This is what I want. We went to Walmart and got Jiffy Pop. The first experience eating that, and I felt like I was the shit. Cause I it's was like, now mm. like I don't, I don't even think I do microwave popcorn anymore. I think I always do Jiffy Pop because Same. it's so much better. It tastes because it's almost there's something magical about movie theater popcorn, and you is. don't get it's, that with microwave popcorn. It's almost it tastes almost the same as like when you go to the theater and they pop it in the little machine. Yes, it does. It's a lot closer, and I think it's because um, well, I personally don't love microwaves. I don't. Like, there's just something about microwave food that's just not mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because I'm a total foodie. <laughs> I love flavor and texture. I love the variety. And microwaves are just sad. They really are. They're sad. Like, it's my least used kitchen appliance. I use my Levo oil infuser more than I use the <laughs> microwave. And you know what's funny is I just moved into a house... And I'm like the glass stove top, like bougie, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to risk it all to like <laughs> scratch the shit out of my stove just for the Jiffy Pop. It's so good, and I put all my friends on. Like everyone's like, I want that Jiffy, like you know, movie nights. And now I'm heavily debating buying like an actual popcorn machine. I feel like that would be honestly, the shit. it would elevate movie nights to the next level. It really would, because you know, movie nights rarely ever at my house they're usually at yours (laughs) yeah because you know my depression room and all but now that you have like the whole house and you're like thriving in life you Mm -hmm. have the big kitchen you you have space to get a popcorn machine i do which is i just uh, i want to make it to that level where i have a house and in the house is like a movie theater room bougie living the life like that's what i dream of I, so my dream house, I'm thinking somewhere, mountains, mm-hmm. okay, small house, teeny tiny house. I want, I want an actual true, honest, tiny house, mm-hmm. but I want a porch on this tiny house with like a pull down screen and I can sit outside on my porch and watch movies and like on a projector, mm. like get some nice patio furniture. Like I want my patio to be the size of my living room. <laughs> Period. I love being outside. There's just something about it. There's something magical about the outside. I love it. That's why I decided that I was going to try and hike the Appalachian Trail. (laughs) (laughs) If you listened to the last episode, you know how that went. Yeah. Which then again went into crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, our shit was possibly fucked with. (laughs) Mm. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just casually going to die. Yeah. That's insane. No, but I do feel you on, like, moving to the mountain. That's... 
that's like the dream. And that's that's like my aesthetic is like the mountains, the trees, cottage core type mm-hmm. life. I want like 19 dogs, some cows, 10 cats, a horse. Yes. <laughs> yes. I want big floofing dogs. Mm. I want ponies, not a horse. Cuz oh. horses, they kind of scare me cuz they're so large. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a whole lot of animal experience. I'd like to add, mm. like this is total fantasy. Grew up in the suburbs. I horses scare me. They're, yeah. Like, and I, you don't think about horses being scary until you're like next to a horse and oh, you're like, yeah. this this motherfucker's big. <laughs> no. Okay. So my <laughs> my mom died <laughs> when I was like eight, and my family sent me to like in the summertime. It was like tradition almost. Um, it became something that I would enjoy doing every summer. They would send me to a camp for like two weeks, and I got to experience horseback riding. My first year, they were like, "Oh, like come on, pick out your boots. We're gonna go ride a horse," you know. <laughs> And I was we're just gonna terrified. Ride horse. And the thing is, like they were telling us, your horse can feel your emotion. So if you're scared, they're scared. And I was like, bitch, my horse is terrified because I'm about to kiss <laughs> my pants. I was terrified. They're so large and muscly and like. But they're like four legs. They're so beautiful too. They are. And they're like majestic freaking creatures. Mm-hmm. But they're so big. And there's I'm still in the suburbs. But there's somebody actually around the corner from me on the street that has particularly large yards. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that they probably live on about an acre-ish of property. Mm-hmm. And they have ponies in their front yard. There's two oh. of them. And I pass them when I'm coming home from work. And like sometimes they're right up at the fence. And I'm not going to lie, I, I will sometimes slow down my car. And I'm like, I'll roll down my window. Hi, pony. Hello. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. I got used to... Because, you know, I would go yeah. every summer. I got used to it, and now I love horses. That's something I want to do. I want to go horseback riding. Like, I want to have a, a hot girl summer, but with horses. <laughs> like, I want to go to a winery. I want to go ride a horse. When you said hot girl summer with horses, it made me think... Oh, Meg the Stallion? Name. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, um, do you remember... Back at any point in time, learning about, I want to say she was a queen that um, fucked the horse. No, I don't. Oh, my God. All right. Well, then we won't get into that. All right. (laughs) But yeah, she fucked a horse and it killed her. I could imagine. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. But (laughs) as far as animals go, horses, eh, cows, less scary because they're cows but honestly i'd rather have a dexter cow because they're they're miniature cows mm-hmm. who doesn't want a freaking miniature cow yeah i just want miniature animals i want miniature animals and massive dogs oh. i want like great danes and mastiffs and like big old dogs yeah my boss the previously mentioned jessica in the last episode she's got a dane puppy it's love this dog. I love this dog with my heart and soul. And she's just big. (laughs) It's the only way I can describe her is big. I used to be so terrified of big dogs, but now I love them. And you remember my poor dearly departed Bo. He was my family dog. He was an old man. We eventually had to put him down. But he was a big boy. He was probably one of the largest labs that I've seen. Mm. And like 
I remember I remember the first time I met him. My dad brought him home. It was late at night. We were all already in bed. But I heard my dad come home. So I, like, I got up, and I was going to go say hi. And he's got this dog. And I was like, oh, my God. This dog, like, his head is, like, at my chest. And I'm a child. Mm-hmm. So I was small. But I was like, this is a big dog. And the only dog we had had prior to that was... Um, my mom's Pomeranian. Oh my god. So as you can imagine, I was terrified of this big dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lie. We had a golden retriever before then, but not for very long. It was... Mm-hmm. I, I'm very sad about this to this day, but my parents got rid of the golden retriever because we were all too little. Cause I've got two brothers. We were all too little, and it would, like, knock us over and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand why they had to get rid of the dog, but that poor dog I, I I, I, it makes me so sad anytime somebody has to give up their pets because i just you feel i connect that. to animals probably more than i do to people yeah and i'm like oh you're being ripped away from your home oh, oh but but i mean Bo was huge he but was, he was so gentle sweetheart. he was so gentle I, he never once bit ever hmm. and he just this big old dog he wouldn't lick you he wouldn't get on the furniture he would only bark when he wanted to go in or outside like he'd Mm -hmm. let us know he didn't bark at other dogs he didn't bark out the window he was such a great dog yeah Yeah. no he he was such a wonderful dog and he had his issues like i think he behaved like that just because for the first bit of his life he was kept in a kennel and given like a scoop of food a week Mm mm-hmm and they were going to put him down when my dad rescued him. Mm. So. He was a sweet boy. Mm. We love you, Bo. We love you, Bo. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Big man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but speaking of big animals, have oh you ever God. seen a moose? Yes. Like in person? Not in person, of course. <laughs> I've seen a moose in person. Jeez. Because my mom... She was a stay-at-home mom for most of my childhood, and then she was a substitute teacher, and then she was a regular teacher. So she always had summers. hmm And we would always go on vacations. And I don't even remember where we were, but I just remember all the people stopped on the side of the road. I want to say my grandfather was there for this trip because he had a GPS that was, like, rude to you. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would... Can I get the thank you, please? Like, it was... Mm-hmm. It was rude to you, but I remember that from the trip, and I remember, like, we had to turn around so that we could go stop on the side of the road and see the moose, and I was just, oh my god, it's huge, mm-hmm. and in my little child brain, it was the size of a dinosaur, but in real life, they're, like, what, nine, eight feet tall, mm-hmm. something like that? They're, no, to me, they're huge. <laughs> I, to everybody, they're huge. To, yeah. like, professional basketball players, they're huge, like ginormous animals yeah. and that's terrifying there's another reason not to move to alaska <laughs> <laughs> that's like the dream though and yeah. i what's crazy is i fell in love with the thought of moving to alaska i just because this girl lived in a lot on tiktok this girl would post like her life and i was like man the dream to be in alaska and like just be, you know just be a little barista live your <laughs> life but when you think about it like honestly alaska is like the last place the only alaska <laughs> tiktok that i've seen a, like a good thing about alaska was um 
I want to say she was probably a teenager, but she was like things that happened in Alaska after midnight and the sun is up Mm -hmm. and they're like, it's just her and her friends like doing fun shit, but the sun is up. I know. It's it's so confusing. After midnight. And that's so weird. I would love to live in Alaska. I just, I don't think I could do the bright all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would thrive with the nighttime all the time and maybe not. Maybe it would make me super depressed, but I'm a night owl. The mm-hmm. nighttime is my favorite time. Like, I will come home from work absolutely exhausted, ready to pass out, okay? And then the sun goes down, and I wake back up. I perk back <laughs> up. I have a good day. Like, I, I have time for myself. The, like, the moon's out. I'm out. The moon is awake, so I'm awake. It's, it's the sky's awake, oh, so that's what it I'm is. awake. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I know. I So, I, <laughs> I had my niece, and she was... You know little and she that's all she wanted to watch was the frozen movie so i swear i have that movie in my head <laughs> line for line i could tell you all the characters i remember when that movie came out same i was what a freshman in high school and i went and watched it <laughs> like fully excited i love disney movies Ugh. The no, thing I is, I don't want to be too. considered a disney adult i don't want to be a disney <laughs> adult either i'm like i'm not a disney adult but sometimes I can appreciate it as a movie. Like, Luca. I actually haven't seen Luca yet. It's so good. I really want to, but I haven't yet. But, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Really good. It's one of my favorites. I the love, live action or the. I love the cartoon and the live action. Okay. The cartoon's probably my favorite one. Same. But even more than that, I love the original story of La Bella La Bette, mm-hmm. which is like the origin story. Yeah. It's like the non-Disney version. It's a lot darker and it's actually a little nasty. It involves incest and, mm. and kidnapping, and which I guess the original one, the Disney one, I mean, involves kidnapping too, but yeah, in a lighter level. <laughs> yeah. No, when the live action movie came out, I remember so many people were upset because they were like you're teaching my child like bestiality basically that's not even what it is i was like okay the moral of the original story is kind of like you need to listen to the man in your life Mm -hmm. which fuck Mm, that yeah Yeah, no no. (laughs) like that that's a no but then disney turned it into such like a feminist power move yeah and it's like it totally changed the narrative and it's part of the reason I love it so much. And like, there's just there's something so magical about Disney. And maybe not everybody has that experience. I've been to Disney World. Have you mm-hmm. ever been? Yeah. No, I haven't. No, you haven't. You need to go. I know. It's just like it makes it gave me a greater appreciation for what Disney is. I absolutely like. There are some Disney movies that I'm always gonna fuck with. Same. No matter how old I am. Same. I for some reason loved The Little Mermaid. I like Little Mermaid too. I did. What I really think the they really stepped their game up because Brave and Moana, they are the only like considered princesses without a man. This is true. Woman empowerment. I actually have not seen the entire Moana movie. It's so good. I watched it like ten million times. In a row. I, just, I never got around to it, and then I got Disney Plus, and I started it, mm-hmm. and I had to do something, and I just never finished it. It's so good. I actually cried. I the, cried. Yeah. At the end, it's really good. No, I love a good, I love a good movie. Like it, it doesn't matter 
if it's meant for children. If it's a good movie, you're and, gonna like, admire it. I can it. find enjoyment in it. Period. <laughs> like, maybe we are Disney adults. Maybe we are. I'm kind of scared. I mean, it's like, is there something wrong with being a Disney adult? <laughs> I don't know. I just see a lot of people get ripped up for being like Disney adults. I'm like, bro. I don't want to be that person. I just... I, I didn't get everything I wanted to out of my childhood. Same. Coming from someone who didn't have a childhood, <laughs> same. Yes, Miss Orphan over here. Oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but god. No, it's just, there's so, Disney is magical. It is what it is. Fight me on that, okay? And if I'm going to believe in... Skinwalker magic. I might as well believe in Disney magic, too. <laughs> Period. Period. You know, the only problem I did have with Disney is um, what they did to Black Widow. Uh, you that's, haven't heard that's about not me. That? That's not me, baby. You don't? Uh, so, a bitch fucks heavily with, like, the Marvel movies. Mm-mm. And my girl, Scarlett Johansson, her last movie, Black Widow, she has, like, a contract. I don't know. I don't have a PhD. I don't know exactly what the fuck that contract said, but they, like, aired her movie on Disney+, Plus, and she's suing them. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, because I've... I don't think I've even seen, like, a movie with Thanos in it. I am very upset right now. <laughs> I love those movies. No, when I, I was I've growing seen... up with, like, my cousins, my two cousins they're boys and all they wanted to watch was like iron man hulk so i fell in love with those movies and i would keep up with them like when a new one would come out and i'd get excited and it's it's a magical experience bro when it comes to superhero movies especially like ones that you bond to as a child because Mm -hmm. like you bonded to the marvel movies as a child because Mm -hmm. like they were there when you were a child and they're still there when you're an adult but my my movies were the x-men movies as far as superhero movies went (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck you Boo. okay oh, oh. alright you know I actually kind of somewhat fuck with the X-Men movies because of Jennifer Lawrence yes love her queen yes. she's a queen she is a queen loved her in Hunger Games <laughs> those were my movies I loved the Hunger Games well and I was a big old Game of Thrones stan all the way through the show and Sophie Turner mm-hmm and the X-Men movies was just amazing. Mm. And then I am heavily attracted to uh, Ty Sheridan. <laughs> who plays young Scott, in case you didn't know. Ugh. And Scott was my favorite as a child. So mm-hmm. then when I got a little bit older and they cast Ty, I was like, oh my God, it's perfect. <laughs> I haven't... I You know what's funny is that I have some of the X-Men like on DVD, but I've never once... I don't even know where they came from. They're just in my house, and I have them. I'm, like, not even... Were they your sisters? Maybe. I don't know. Like, no one in my house is like, mm, let me sit down and watch an X-Men movie. <laughs> like, uh. Let's talk about your origin story for a second. All right. <laughs> All right. There are so many things that I'm like, is that your sisters? Is that where you got that from? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's another episode. That's another episode. For like a rainy day. Like a whole episode on your tragic life. It's so sad. The sad life of Kristen. But here I am. Vibing, thriving. Thought and thought and trotting. You're thriving. (laughs) Period. 
Even if you hate it here, you're <laughs> doing good. I hate it here. I want to go home. <laughs> no, I feel like all my um, employees are getting tired because <laughs> at least 20 times a day, they hear me say, I hate it here. Like, you hate it here, but you also love it here. It's a love-hate relationship. Like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, my job, but that's mostly because it's a retail position and people are horrible. Yeah, people are not only cuckoo bananas, but they're mean. They're mean, and I'm, like, I'm just constantly belittled and berated, and it sucks, but I love working with Jessica, and... We love you, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for her to listen to this because she hates that I called her Jessica. Oh. She's happy that I didn't give her name out, but she she hates that I called her Jessica. Oh. She started calling me Rusty because she thought I would be offended. And I was like, wait. I, I kind of like vibe with that. I was like, if, am I going to dye my hair red again? <laughs> oh my God. What a moment. Flashbacks to the red mullet. It was an icon. It was. Truly, honestly. But I can't, I can't do it because I'm growing my hair out right now. I want to grow it out as big as I can possibly grow it out and then put no dye or anything on it because I'd like to donate it all before I cut it or like when I cut it. I love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, after everything with Sandy, which I know I touched on that with the last episode, like watching somebody I was close to go through a battle with cancer Yeah. and just like how much it can suck to start losing your hair for your hair to thin out and like she didn't even lose all her hair, but her hair did thin out and she bought some wigs, some some questionable wigs and I actually have one in the file cabinet at work and I opened up the file cabinet the other day and I like screamed it scared the shit out of me I forget it's in there all the time then I open it up and I think there's an animal oh my god because <laughs> our store's kind of nasty we have oh. animals um homeless rats people. <laughs> homeless people uh cockroaches word we watched an intense battle out on a smoke break between a wasp and a spider. The spider did lose. Mm. But, like, yeah, our building's got creepy crawlies. And it's... There's a ghost. Oh. Have I ever told you about the ghost in our building? No. It's a really old building, so that adds to it. I never noticed anything, mm-hmm. but um, Jessica and Sandy would talk about it. And they... So they'd be in the back behind the warehouse and they'd be like doing stuff back there and there's a closet back there and they'd just see like a figure in their peripheral walk past and Mm -hmm. then walk back and I never saw it until after Sandy passed and I was like what what is that and then the other day one of our new girls was in the back and I came back there and she's talking about how she thought she saw something and I was like oh it's just the ghost And then um, she made me stay back there with her while she wrapped up what she was doing because she was scared. And I was like, I mean, it's not like a malicious ghost. It's never done anything. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. And like, I want to buy um, like some candles or do something, at least some sort of offering because I'm like, we're, we're sharing the space. Might as well. He probably, or she, you never know. Yeah. Probably sees like what the fuck y'all go through every day and is like, damn, they got it so rough we in not, this bitch. We not hot them. <laughs> I already got it rough. No, like, I don't understand how you can just, like, sit there and cuss out some random retail employee that you've never met because of something that's out of their control. Yeah. And, like, why? Why? What's... What's the reason? What's the reason? Like, I could never be so cruel to somebody that I've never met like that. Yeah. And these people were, like, come for your neck. Ugh. And, like, not to 
stereotype or anything, but uh, <laughs> it's a particular group of people that carry Louis Vuittons mm. and have their noses high up in the air that tend to be the worst. <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. why? Why? Like, this is completely out of my control. There's, like, I'm doing the very best I can for you. Like, I can offer you free shipping all day long. I just, I can't speed up time. I cannot make the fabrics in the warehouse. Like, <laughs> like let me just sew this up like, I'm not. Quick. I'm not some magical seamstress. Like, it's just, it, how? Yeah. Oh. But no, people suck. I'm worn out, but our busy season is about to be over. I will have some more time for the podcast, I promise. The content's gonna get better, maybe even more frequent, I don't know. But it, I promise, it is gonna get better. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This, this is like... We went off on so many places that we hadn't even planned on going for this episode. I know, nothing was even planned. I like, think it I, helps we both I like that it was so unscripted. Yeah. Because, like, my first one, it was not unscripted. Like, we had printouts of the stories we were going to read, and... I mean, we, we told an unscripted version of our story, but it was our story. Like, we were telling an experience we went through. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure how this episode was going to go, especially since I was planning on filming this episode earlier in the week with somebody else, and then our schedules didn't work out, and I was like, shit, shit, what am I going to do? Head up, Kristen. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance. Period. No, it felt very natural. It did. It, it's This is nice. I mean, it's just... I feel like a lot of my friends that I've talked to about like being on the podcast, they're like, yeah, I want to do it, but like, it's it's awkward. And it's not really that awkward. It's just... It just feels like we're having a conversation. We're having a conversation like we'd have a conversation. It's just there's a microphone between us. Yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> thing that I'm trying to start here. Okay. So like when when I close off the podcast, I close off with goodbye. But like we got to do it at the same time. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Goodbye. Right. Sweet. That's a wrap. Okay. Bye, besties. <laughs> like if over now. Future sponsors. This is where your ad would go. It can <laughs> also go in the beginning. Or um, if you want to pay me even more, it can go in the middle. So keep that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, I I need money. (laughs) Like I said, the busy season's about to be over. So I'll catch y'all later. Bye.